Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, March 16th of 2021. Um, You guys, I feel like I'm kind of getting back into a normal groove, kind of. Um, So there's not a whole lot to update on. Um... I'm a little behind on, like, online posts, but I've really just, like, the episode postings. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to catch that up today. And, yeah, there's not a whole lot to update on, which is kind of exciting for me, because it's been an eventful, uh, four days, I think. I don't even know. I barely know what day it is. Um, but yeah, with that, we are going to jump right in to Belgium. nothing on their calendar really for today it was an incredibly busy day uh there were a lot of events going on today in belgium which is exciting but also just you know space them out a little i don't know um so we'll start with the first thing uh so today king philippe held an audience with the first vice president of the european union commission uh, which is the party responsible for creating the european green deal I don't know what the European Green Deal is. Um, When I read it, I want to say the Green New Deal, which is an American thing um, or a United States thing. And I don't know. It's just, it's funny. I don't, because I just, I don't know everything about Europe and especially like things like this in terms of the EU governing. Um, But then of course, this is like a very easy audience for Philippe to have because the EU is headquartered in Brussels, so a lot of these people work in the day-to-day out of Brussels. So that was the event, the first event. Um, Event number two, King Philippe visited the Bosch-Schorberg, which is an arts, like, expo center in Brussels, Um, and it highlights a lot of different um, arts, so, like, theater, dance, etc., Um, and so during the visit, Philippe took part in a lot of different conversations focusing on the impact that COVID has had on the center and the arts specifically, but then he also talked about, um, the different programs that this building, this, uh, center, this arts center has been participating in. Um, so they have done a program where they provided like shelter for homeless people during the pandemic that was more spaced out and a little bit easier um, to navigate. So that was, I thought that was really cool. And like throughout all of this, right? Like they're figuring out different ways to adapt their services to what's needed um, in the COVID world, which I think is a really, interesting way to approach the pandemic. I really like that. Um, you know, so instead of shutting down, 
it, it found different ways to be useful. Um, and I loved stories like that. Like, um, there was a fashion designer who like shut down, like they couldn't do their normal operations. So they shut down for a good part, but then they also started making face masks. Like things like that are just really cool. Um, so that was event number two. And then finally, uh, Queen Matilde held a virtual meeting, um, with a professor of psychiatry, um, about how COVID has impacted the mental health of children and young people. So that is another thing. And it was focused on her work with anti-bullying initiatives. So that was, um, I don't know, just kind of like nice. Like I love things like, I love, um, that she's very on message almost all the time. It's, it's great. Um, and yeah, that is what was going on in Belgium today. Um, I'm really sorry if you can hear like some clanging every now and then. So I haven't unpacked all of my stuff yet. And so right at the bottom of my couch, which is where I sit when I record, um, there are some like metal poles for my desk when I put it back together and my dog keeps stepping on them or near them and clanging them together. So I apologize. I will try to fix it in editing, but if you can hear some of it, I, I, sorry, uh, this is a one woman show and the dog honestly is doing a lot better with me recording since moving back home, which has only been, let's see, I've recorded three now like this, but she's doing much better. So yeah, that is what is going on in Belgium. So let's go on to the UK now. today there was some very exciting news from Buckingham Palace um, kind of after everyone already knew but that's okay um, so this morning or I guess this afternoon in London uh, Prince Philip the Duke of Edinburgh was released from the hospital after a month-long stay so he was admitted on February 16th uh, and was finally able to go home today March 16th so that was very exciting um, and why I say after everybody knew is because, um, there have been an extensive, there has been an extensive amount of press, um, kind of outside the hospital that he's at, which was King Edward VII's, uh, hospital, I think is what it's called. And because of that, there were, um, there was a video of a couple of, cars leaving with one of them holding the Duke of Edinburgh in the back. Um, and so once the videos and photos were released, we think the statement, the, the Twitter sphere, uh, seems to think the statement was probably released as soon as he was back at Windsor officially. Um, so that is very good news. Very, um, happy to see him out of hospital and, going on. Um, you know, for those who are new, Prince Philip is 99. Uh, he is turning a hundred in June 
and very just very glad to um see him pull through this and you know gives me hope that he will make it to his 100th birthday so that was one piece of information and then um in terms of events we had one public facing event today and that is that the prince of wales and duchess of cornwall uh, visited a pop-up vaccination center at the Finsbury Park Mosque. And so this is part of an ongoing um, promotion, I guess, of the vaccine and getting vaccinated um, and just being like really pro-COVID vaccine. So what is interesting, there's this thing happening in Europe and I, it's not really affecting the U.S. because this vaccination isn't um, used in the U.S., but it's the AstraZeneca vaccine. And there are some, there's a wide array of side effects, it seems like, for this vaccine. And so certain European countries have suspended the use of this one. Um, I think maybe Spain is on on that list now, too. But it's just a way, like, um, it's just becoming this, like, controversial vaccine because it does have a wide array of side effects, which tend to be, like, some people will react to the flu shot by getting sick for a couple of days. Um, so it's the same kind of deal as that. But, um... It was revealed, so the Duchess of Cornwall was talking about her vaccination, and she did receive the AstraZeneca one, um, but she's like, I don't think it should matter, you know, a jab is a jab, um, and for her, apparently she doesn't have a, a good time with shots, so she said, I just closed my eyes, like, and got through it, so I think that's, you know, a really interesting thing to... Um, go with. So anyway, so that is what was going on public facing. And now we are going to go ahead and pull up the court circular and see if there was anything else happening today. Okay. Um, okay. So we've got some things. So let's see today, Windsor Castle, the, uh, Queen and the Duchess of Cornwall spoke via video link. Um, with volunteers and the CEO for the Royal Voluntary Service. So Queen Elizabeth is patron of the Royal Voluntary Service while Camilla is president. Um, so that's a really cool joint event. I hope they maybe share some video from that. And then moving to Clarence House, um, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of, uh, Prince of Wales received the chief of the general staff today. Um, and then the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall visited Finsbury Park Mosque and the Prince of Wales this evening held a sustainable markets initiative meeting via video link. And then Kensington Palace, uh, the Duke of Cambridge held a meeting for the Earthshot Prize today via video link. So a good bit of non-public facing stuff, but yeah, that is what was going on in the UK. And so now we are going to go ahead and move on to Denmark.
today in Denmark we had a really cool event um so this happens periodically in Denmark where Queen Margaretha will take part in a state council meeting so I think they're held like quarterly or um I think is maybe their frequency I really I don't know because the past year has been really bizarre um but today, so Queen Margrethe and Crown Prince Frederick took part in the state council meeting. Um, however, it was held completely virtually. With the exception of Margrethe and Frederick, they were in a room together. Everyone else was using some video conferencing software of sorts. Um, I'm not sure what they use. It doesn't matter. But that was the, the very first time in its history that this has obviously been held virtually. Um, just due to the COVID situation and Denmark's specific laws around COVID vaccination or COVID protocols. So Denmark right now is doing a more intense period of social distancing and lockdown. So this actually like coincides with that. Um, and so at state council meetings for Denmark, and this is Denmark specific, because um, everyone, every country has a little bit different... Um, state councilor situation. So in Denmark, the point of the state council meeting is to go over kind of the last session of the parliament that has kind of occurred since the last state council meeting and go over the bills that have been passed, the legislative um, priorities, things along those lines. And so Queen Margrethe, I think, signs off on these bills. Um, Today, there were 250 of them, so it has been a while since there has been a state council meeting. In fact, I'm thinking it was probably... September? So six months. Um, and like I said, these are typically held, I think, quarterly. I don't think they're held um, twice a year. But because of the COVID situation, this is where we're at. Um, and so, I don't know. I just thought, like, that was really cool. I enjoy things like that happening. And I like that everyone is figuring out new ways to uh, get through all of this and get work done. Um, and also, like, it was really nice to see Queen Margrethe at work. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think I have mentioned on here a couple of times now that it's a little um, odd to me that this is this is her first public engagement since January. She had pictures released at the beginning of March, but this is literally the first time she has been seen working since January 4th. So anyway, I have a little bit of like things to say about that, but I'll keep most of them to myself for now. Um, so it was just really nice that she was back at work and Frederick was beside her doing his part and I just, I don't know, I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, that is what was going on in Denmark and now we are going to move on to the Netherlands.
series of events. I love it. Um, I will say we have something in almost every country today, which is really exciting um, because it gives us a lot to talk about, especially given, you know, that yesterday I've already surpassed yesterday's episode time and I've only, you know, like we're only halfway through. So it's just kind of lovely that there was a lot happening today. I just was very grateful given how slow yesterday was. Um, but anyway, so today in the Netherlands, first King Willem Alexander held a digital working visit to three of the organizations that are supported by the Orange Foundation. Um, so we've talked about this several times. The Orange Foundation is um, a foundation that I think was created um, by Willem Alexander and Queen Net now Queen Maxima when they were Prince and Princess of Orange. Um, and it's a way to uh, provide funds for different social organizations that are in like different categories. So I'm gonna, um, I thought I had written this down, but I must not have. Ooh, you guys, I just saw a sneak peek of tomorrow's events for the Netherlands and one of my favorite things is happening tomorrow. Um, okay, so these are, um, part of the program from the Orange Foundation, More Opportunities for Young People. Um, so the three organizations, they're in, uh, yeah, I can't, the, the names of the organizations are in Dutch and like don't have, um, translations and I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um, but they are basically there to help young people obtain a basic qualification, find an internship or, or job and ensure that like young people can then participate in their society, which is of course the ultimate goal for everybody. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think that's really interesting, but also now I'm really excited for tomorrow. Okay. Um, so that was event number one. And now, uh, next we have Queen Maxima who visited the Netherlands Dance Theater. Um, and so during the visit, she toured the facility, met with students and employees about um, all the adaptations that have been made to fit into a global pandemic. And so what I mean by that, right? Like, organizations, specifically arts organizations, have had to find completely different ways to hold events. So finding ways to like live stream your performances. Um, I know where I live, um, our local ballet company did a virtual Nutcracker this year. Um, you know, the ballet at Christmas. And you could buy the tickets and then you were able to just like sit at home and watch this amazing piece of performance. Um, and they, I think they've done some other things similar to that too. Um, but then also host like online resources for dance classes and different ways to, um, do that. So in the strictest of confinement moments, you can still get a way to do, um, dance. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and also like, I am all for royals leaving confinement, like leaving the palace and leaving their, um, lockdown. It's just, 
I miss it and so when it happens it's just my favorite thing ever. I haven't watched the video from today um, with Maxima. I probably will before I go much further into the day but like it's just always nice when they're able to get out and be among the people again. I think that's like I don't know. I think we all want that, but like for a royal watcher, it's just really nice to to see that happen. Um, a little bit more and more each week. So again, like Spain is keeping us afloat on that, but for everyone else, you know, they haven't been outside outside in the world for a while. Um, Belgium is kind of picking up week by week a little bit more outside time. Um, in the Netherlands, but like Spain is the only one that's consistently outside the palace and it's just lovely. Um, but yeah, that is what was going on in the Netherlands. Lovely to see them out and about. Um, we are skipping Norway because there was nothing there today. So now we are going to move on to Spain. In Spain, we had just one event today, um, but it was a really cool event. I didn't, when I saw this on the calendar, I was like, oh boy, that's gonna be boring. But here's why it wasn't. So we'll talk about the event in just a second, but like, it wasn't boring because of how um, different it was than the things most royals are doing so including Felipe and Letizia so that like a lot of their outside the palace events or like together events have been award ceremonies um you know sports awards honorary ambassadors things like that and today it was a tour of the royal fact no the royal tapestry factory and so i thought that this was going to be the weirdest thing and on some level it is because like i don't live in a world where tapestry is kind of the norm um at all <laughs> but i thought this one was really cool because it showed you like the intricacy of this work um and how cool it is. So the factory was celebrating its 300th anniversary. So that is why the king and queen went. Um, and this was just like a really cool, and maybe it's just the way whoever the videographer is for the royal household, um, like shot and edited it, but like it looked so cool. There were so many different like components to how a tapestry is made. To me, it's overwhelming because I cannot imagine doing something like that, but I'm also like not crafty at all. Um, and then like the further and further down they've kind of gone through this tour, or at least in the video version that they released of this tour, like it was so, 
you could see how all of the different steps are kind of blending together and then you can see final creations and they're just they're so amazing um you know it even starts with like here's how the this um thread is tinted and here's how we do the alignment and like here's the tools we use i don't know it was just very very cool so i don't usually do this um just because like it's Casa Real and I don't want to steal their material and this is not stealing, I'm linking to their own thing. Um, but I'll have the video of this visit linked on my website, thedailyroyal.com, so you can just watch it right there. Um, because I am such a fan of how this video at least made the event seem. So I thought that was really, really cool and a really good representation of the event. But yeah. Um, so that is my fangirling on tapestry of all things. Sometimes doing this makes me wonder, like, it gives me a new thing to learn about. And I love that. Um, but then other times I'm like, who would have ever thought in my life I would be fascinated by tapestries? What? But here I am. And they were wonderful. Um... So yeah, that's what I learned today is that tapestry making looks very complex, but also very cool. So anyway, with that, we are going to end in the Spain segment and move on now to Sweden. Sweden today, um, things were a little interesting. So we'll start with the actual event and then with the interesting thing next. Um, so today King Carl Gustav also held an information council um, at the Royal Palace. However, his was not virtual um, and it actually took part with probably a, a modified group of state ministers or government ministers um, who the way it is described, at least, is that the ministers will each give an update on their ministry, and um, basically that keeps King Carl Gustav informed of everything that he needs to know um, and everything going on in the country that he represents. So that was the first thing. Um, they, I think they did a modified uh, grouping because... Of, so, of space, like social distancing measures. Um, I think, I don't, I honestly don't know if they talked about it this time or not. Usually um, in the past, that's what they've done is like a modified group. So a different group than who went last, last time there was a council meeting, which I think was in November. Um, so that was the first thing. Very cool, very interesting, very important. However, this next thing is, is, more interesting. So normally when the Swedish Royal House releases things like this, they don't ever say like it, this was pre-recorded, etc., etc. Like that just doesn't happen. However, in this case they had to because today Prince Daniel appeared in a speech to open a forum on occupational therapy. 
Which is interesting because Prince Daniel has COVID and really can't, like, I guess is not working from home even, which is fine. Uh, you have COVID, please get better. Please protect Daniel at all costs. Um, but they had to make an aforementioned, like a mention that this was actually pre-recorded. So it was probably recorded before he even got his COVID diagnosis. But I love that they like, they don't mention this usually ever. Like this was pre-recorded, blah, blah, blah. Like that just doesn't happen. Um, but it had to this time because otherwise the question would have been, what's going on? Why is he working? Who filmed this? Like, are they now, you know, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so, but that is how they announced that it was on the, that's how it was on the calendar yesterday. I think I maybe mentioned it like, oh, tomorrow might be a little interesting, um, in talking about this event. And that's because Daniel has COVID as does Victoria and really should not be working at the moment, nor should he have someone video videoing him, uh, for this recording. So of course it's extremely important that they announce that, uh, by the way, this was pre-recorded. Um, so we're going to end this episode on that mildly hilarious note. And yeah, that brings us to the end of the day. So um, thank you so much for listening. Please check out the website, thedailyroyal.com, the Instagram for this podcast, The Daily Royal, and like and review wherever you're listening as it really helps this podcast out a lot. And that is it for today. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Bye.